Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I'm your host, Joe Meyer. Thank you for being here with me today on this 4th of July afternoon, um, Monday, and hopefully everyone's doing well out there. You know, I've written a a few blogs, um, and even a vlog, actually, on 4th of July, Independence Day, and, you know, it wouldn't be the same without... Um, our podcast, you know, so I certainly want to give that attention to our podcast and, uh, you know, celebrate today. Now, I'll admit, um, not that it makes a difference, but I'm not a veteran and I know it's not Veterans Day. I didn't fight for this country, but I know many people who have, especially like my grandfather who's no longer here anymore. He fought in World War II. I had family members, father, uncles in the military. So what does that mean? It means that these individuals, although they weren't in combat, they were a part of something into the protection of our country. You know, Now, although they may or may not have been directly involved in protecting our country, you know, they, they still decided to serve. They still decided to sign up. They weren't drafted, right? So today I want to talk a little bit about that. But let's start this off and um, this um, 4th of July. And I think you'll like this song. Here we go. Some of you are like, what does this have to do with 4th of July, right? I just like the the music. You know, it's from Kicks, right? I think they're a good band. I mean, obviously, they're still still in existence today. I don't know any other new music, but I'm a a huge um, classic rock fan. 
I'm a rock fan in general, you know. I like music from the past. I really don't listen to music today in the sense of, like, the artists of today. Um, but anyone from, like, the 2000s and 90s and before that, and I know we're still in the 2000s. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about early 2000s, right, um, and 90s. You know, I, I listen to them, you know, you know, I, they're on my um, Cyrus radio, you know. But anyways, um, welcome everyone to this 4th of July of 2022. And as we get into it, to kind of discuss the importance of today, right? Now, for some of you, maybe at home, some of you may be working. I just happen to be at home right now. And, you know, my company's closed because we work with um, primarily financial institutions. So they're pretty much closed today. So there's really no one for us to talk to anyways at this point. Tomorrow's a new day. So, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I try not to think about the week because it's exhausting sometimes. Um, I work full time and I teach at night and it's, it gets tiring and, um, we're only in July. <laughs> um, I feel like I need another vacation soon, but um, but I can wait a little longer. Um, it's just difficult because we're at home. My daughter's at home. You know, we have a pool here at the apartment, but it's always packed. There's no place to swim, and usually I have to take my daughter towards the evening when people leave. Um, but I feel bad because, you know, my daughter, you know, she has friends, but they don't always call her and she doesn't always call them. And we don't always go anywhere um, because people act like total nut jobs out there today. You know, people are drinking, having a good time. You never know what's out there. And I'm not saying that to live in fear or be afraid not to go out. It's nothing like that. It's just, and it's not like we're going out on weird hours, but that doesn't really make a difference. People are drinking today, right? People are having a good time. People don't hold their liquor well. I'm not a drinker, you guys. Most of you probably already know that. I don't drink. I, I, I hardly drink. I Sometimes when we go to a friend's house, very rarely do I just take a shot or a margarita but that's about it I, I'm not I'm not really big on drinking I don't smoke I don't chew and I don't hang out with anybody that do <laughs> no <laughs> and I, so that's an old um, phrase that our pastor used to say um, Pastor Jeff Johnson of Calvary Chapel Downey he used to say something like that I probably got the words wrong but but anyways um, welcome everybody and um, we're in the thick of summer Obviously, it's getting warm out there. Um, you know, I'm in Southern California. Um, so, especially me living in the Foothill area, we usually get, um, you know, triple digits at times, right? Um, but not yet, anyways. So, so we'll, we'll certainly see, you know, when that's going to hit. Probably this month. You never know, right? Uh, it's very uncomfortable, right? But it's, we try to stay indoors. Um, the AC is on. 
the bill goes up during these months, so I understand that. Um, but other than that, everybody, um, why? What's important about today? Right. Well, obviously, it's the declaration, the signing of the Declaration of Independence, the uh, birthday of the United States, um, where we declared our independence from Great Britain, right? And you know, and it's just amazing. I was doing a little history lesson on the Declaration of Independence, and let me see if I can find it again. Um, I had some good, as far as what was involved, let's see. 56 people who signed the Declaration of Independence. Except the Declaration wasn't signed on 4th of July, the colonists formally declared the independence on July 2nd, which John Adams promptly called the most memorable epoca in the history of America, predicting that it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as a great anniversary festival. As Independence Day draws near 24-7, Wall Street is taking a look at who 56 signers of the Declaration were, Right. So again, who were they? There was tons of people, you know, um, that signed that. And I, I'm looking online right now. Obviously, I don't know these people by heart um, who signed it. Right. And I'm not going to name names off here, so don't worry. <laughs> um, but it's just interesting. Uh, and I'll see if I can find it. Always looking, there's always tons of things out there about the history, right? On June 11th, 1776, the Second Continental Congress met in Philadelphia in the then Philadelphia State House, which is now Independence Hall. A delegate from Virginia, Richard Henry Lee, called for the motion for the colony's independence. There was some debate, and Congress postponed the vote on Lee's resolution. They formed a committee whose task and purpose was to draft a document that would formally remove the colony's ties with Great Britain. Among those who were on the committee were was Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, John Adams, Roger Sherman, Robert R. Livingston. It is believed that Jefferson was the strongest and most eloquent writer, so he was the one who penned the original draft of the document. There was a total of 86 changes made to the draft before the Continental Congress voted in favor of independence on July 2nd, 1776. And the document was officially adopted by the delegates for the 13 colonies on July 4th, 1776. Right? So it's just amazing thinking about that document, about our independence, right, from Great Britain. Um, you know, a lot of what we have in the place today, the foundation, came from Great Britain, as many of you may well know, right? Um, but, you know, we certainly didn't want to become a country part of Great Britain. We want to be our own country, um, which is fine. I don't know. Maybe it would have been great to be part of Great Great Britain today. Who knows what it would have been like, right? Um, one thing we probably wouldn't have is maybe as much gun violence because in Great Britain, um, England, I believe guns are illegal, all guns. And even I think knives are even illegal, right? 
Um, let me take a look at our history here. So access to general public to firearms is subject to some of the strictest, strictest controls in the world. However, fulfillment of the criteria and the requirements laid out by the laws results in a vast majority of firearm license applications being approved. Right? Members of the public may own sporting rifles, shotguns, which are subject to licensing. However, handguns have been banned in Great Britain for many purposes since the Dublin School Massacre in 1996. Handguns are permitted in Northern Ireland, Channel Islands, and the Isle of Man. There's only been five fatal mass shootings carried out by a civilian in the entire history of Great Britain. Which, compared to us, how many have we had, right? Um, police in Great Britain are not routinely armed. Fatal shootings of police are extremely rare. There are three fatal police shootings in England and Wales in an 11-year period from 2000 to 2011. Well, even that, right? So, this is not a gun discussion. You know, it's just, it just I'm just trying to lay out the differences in what would our country be like if we were part of Great Britain, right? Um, Great Britain is not a, you know, I don't know if people even call it Great Britain. I'm sure they do, but... Great Britain is, is not a bad country as it sounds, you know. I mean, they're ruled by a monarchy, right? Um, you know, they're, they're fairly, in my opinion, I mean, they're a monarchy, but, you know, I don't know. If you'd want to call them democratic, I, I don't really know. I'm not up on how that country is run, right? Um, but people seem happy, but, you know, they have things like socialism, they have high taxes to pay for that socialism, like health care. Um, and they have certain things that we just don't have here in the United States. Um, grateful to live in the United States? I certainly am. Grateful that we live in a world, uh, or not in a world, of a country of freedoms that are protected every single day by men and women in the armed forces. And... You know, it is a regret that I did not join the armed forces when I was, you know, out of high school. Um, and, but I, I really didn't have a great deal of encouragement in my childhood, right? I didn't really um, have people in my life who encouraged me to do those things. And I didn't know. I mean, obviously, I knew that the military existed, but I had no idea what it was about. You know, when I was, I was very sheltered, in my opinion, in a way. All right. So I, I, it's not that I was not allowed to learn things. Obviously, I did. You know, I was in high school. I was in school, public school, mostly, or all, all my years. Um, but I, I really, other than that, any kind of um, exposure to things like the military, other things. I really wasn't. I, I was at home a lot and not by choice either. I was doing chores. I was doing labor. I was doing other things that uh, in, in the home by my 
grandfather who put me to work and so these were things that um that i went through um really wasn't involved in things like sports other than cross country uh track and field i was a you know football manager you know water boy <laughs> um, but other than that i was pretty sheltered in my little bubble of being at home and that's it right and other than where mom used to take us right so again i do regret the fact that maybe i i wish i had joined the military got that exposure maybe even you know grew up a little bit quicker as a man gained some responsibility got to see get to see the world um but i was very scared back then i was very naive i wasn't the person i am today obviously um realistically the, the person back then i don't think anybody really wanted to spend time with or even really cared about right so these are things that i think about you know um today but when we think about 4th of july declaration of independence independence day um a lot of times it, it brings to mind just people having barbecues spending time with family um and and really not focused on the meaning behind 4th of July. Yeah, I know. Things like you know, things on you read on the news or maybe on social media may try to point people to what this day means. But do people really care? Do people really feel it's it's significant to to how we live our lives here in the United States, right? It's kind of hard to say, right? Um I'm not saying people don't care. I'm just saying people probably don't care enough, right? Um because we never really know if one day we're not going to be a free country, you know? And and many people don't really like to think that. Um because they feel like we're always going to be free, and that's not always going to be true. There may be a person, uh, a government that steps in one day who turns us into a dictatorship, and you you kind of see that it was it's not that hard. It's really not. Um, not that I want this to be a political message because it's not. But when President Trump was in president, people until this day followed him, and they still follow him. They follow his words. They follow who he is and what he talks about. Um, and and i legitimately believe that he tried to overthrow this country but failed right um the next person may not fail right and and i know we have uh safeguards in place um uh, to help protect our our country um but if people even those like senators and even our government and military don't protect those rights um who, no one will because we as people are 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 helpless against those individuals because you know i i really true believe truly believe excuse me that one day we will have a a civil war on our hands again it's 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 not unbelievable people are stocking up right i don't have a gun i really don't i don't want a gun in my house right um i put my faith in jesus put our faith in god right and um and he will protect us. Now if I die, 
well, at least I'm going to heaven, right? Hopefully it, does, it doesn't ever come to that. Hopefully I live a, a, a long natural life and I die in my old age, you know, of old age, right? Not by, the, by a bullet to the brain, you know? But um, these are things that, yeah, I think about them. You know, I certainly do, you know? Um, about thinking about the importance of Independence Day. And again, I'm, I'm like anybody else. Sometimes I forget the importance of this day. Um, and it's easy to forget because we're focused on other things. We're focused on our family, our lives, our money, our, you know, our careers, our, you know, our health. And today, it's just another day sometimes, right? Um but back then, in 1776, it wasn't just another day. And I was reading, which was interesting, um, that when the Declaration of Independence was actually signed, it didn't go, essentially it didn't go into immediate effect. You know, it took time for people to understand our independence. And, and eventually, we, we, people realized it. That we were no longer tied to Great Britain anymore, right? Um, these are things in our foundation that have kept us going. Um, so I think about that. Now, have I written, excuse me, have I read the whole Declaration of Independence? No, I have not. Um, but... Let's see some of the most important parts here. If I can pull this up again. Okay. So the, one of the most important parts is we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator and certain unalienable rights that among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness that to secure these rights governments are instituted among men deriving their powers from the content of the governed that whenever any form of government becomes destructive in its ends it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute a new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such forms as to them shall most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that government long established should not be changed for light and transient um, causes, and accordingly all experiences hath sown that the mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms which they are accustomed. So some of these words I... You know, I, I don't really know the full meaning behind it. I've never studied the Declaration of Independence. But the Declaration of Independence, this first part, is very well known, right? That all men are created equal. And that would include women, too, obviously. Uh, all men and women are completed, are created equal, right? Um, although, you know, slavery, equality among men and women, although we like to think it that they're treated equally, they're not, right? Um, men and women are not treated equally in this country. 
they may in the in the sight of God, yes, we are equal. Men and women are equal. But in the sight of man, men and women are not equal. As much as people like to believe that, well, I, I'm I'm an equal. Um, now I'm not saying I'm better than women uh, or other men. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is that society treats women and some men, people of color, less than being treated equal, as if they're not equal. And, and that is a big problem here. And, and obviously, you know, in this country, we had slavery, like many other countries did before us. Um, but it took us long enough. And, and I truly believe that if if Abraham Lincoln didn't abolish slavery, we would probably still have it today. We really would. Although you would hope that people would wake up and see the, the, the horrors of having slaves. Um, but there are still people out there who would choose slavery. Um, we have a form of slavery in this country, in my belief, and it's corporate slavery where people are slaves to corporate America, slaves to working for the man, slaves to making rich other companies where they're often mistreated, thought of as less than, not important, paid horrible wages at times. So these are things that people still suffer through today, right? And primarily it affects people of color, you know, migrants, um, and that includes a group of people, whether it's African Americans, whether it's Chinese, whether it's Latinos, um, it affects groups of people today, right? And I know some of us would like to, some people preach to the mountaintops that, well, everyone's created equal here. Everyone has a fair chance. Um, I don't believe that's true, right? Um, I think in all honesty, because of my last name, um, Gutierrez, which is my, my, um, it's the name I came from. Um, pe people looked at that and they immediately thought of me as less than because of that Spanish last name, right? Um, that's why I use Meyer. I prefer Meyer, um, instead. Meyer is my mother's part of my family, which still exists today, right? They're from, I have a Polish side. <laughs> um, and I also have a Mexican side and a Puerto Rican side, right? Um, unfortunately, when you look at me, and I'm sorry to say that, that seems really mad, but unfortunately, when you look at me, my skin is caramel or light brown. A lot of it has to be because I'm in the sun a lot too, but... But when you look at me, you don't see me as a white man. You see me as uh, a, a person of color, probably a Latino, right? Uh, and I don't say that disparagingly or to disparage those who are of color to put them down. No, it's just a reality that as much as I like to believe that I've gotten, you know, a fair shake in this world for the opportunities, I haven't. There are people who have less education than I do, who, because of the color of their skin, have gotten far greater opportunities than I could ever imagine. And they don't even, they, they don't even have to work as hard 
you know so these are things that i think about when it comes to equality right this country in my opinion will probably never be a fully equal country to men women right it never will be that the it, it, you know it's it's ingra- ingrained in our blood here in the united states not to be that way right um and even today it's even just gotten worse right um there's just a great amount of hate and racism that that's part of our country as much as people uh blindly like to think that well racism doesn't exist it exists it really does so how can we live in a country where everyone's created equal um and say that in the constitution uh, constitution declaration of independence excuse me and not you know say that but we're not really treated that way right um but anyways this again this is not meant to be a political message (laughs) it's really just meant to to talk a little bit about the declaration of independence so let me play this next song for you guys and i think this will kind of lighten the mood a little bit um i think you'll enjoy it i happen to love this song it's um oldie but goodie from james brown right and i think you'll enjoy it here we go
Living in America by James Brown, right? Ah, uh, that movie. It's just as American to watch Rocky during these times. And I may even watch that movie. I love Rocky. Um, as a way to honor Independence Day, right? So, obviously, that was a sad movie. Obviously, uh, Apollo Creed died. But, um... But his legend lives on, right? His fictional legend. <laughs> uh, well, living in America, right? So what's going on in my life today, right? To, to switch gears a little bit. Well, I've been, you know, querying books, uh, or querying my book, I should say, um, for, you know, hopefully trying to find an agent. We're going to see what happens. I, I, I'm hopeful, but... I understand that, you know, there's a lot of people out there, surprisingly, <laughs> who um, will attempt to, you know, get their their pieces of work, you know, published. I, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take my time. I, I'm slowly but surely submitting inquiries to agents. Um, I think I'm gonna do probably like two, two a week at least, and you know. You know, if you think about it, you know, how, how many, if I do two a week, right, 52 weeks in a year, right, it's 104, right? So if I query for a year, right, if I don't get any bites, any nibbles, then I would probably consider um, self-publish, right, which is fine. I... I going to take a little bit more work um and i I, there's always these um uh, boutique um publishers who will kind of help you with it of course they charge um so that's the other factors money right um but i certainly do want to turn my book into a book right and put it out there and um, people self-publish all the time right um so it might be my option I am in the process of writing my second book um, right now. So that book is based around the circus, right? Now, I have been writing about the circus um, for a few years now. I actually, on my blog, I did a series on the circus. Um, And what I did is I wrote about the circus from when it started up until present day, right? Um, so, and it took me, I don't know. And and then I, I, what I also did is I, I profiled, um, people who you would call freaks, um, you know, in the circus. And I, I did like a profile on each of them. And I have like, um, I think it's like 21 features. So 21 different freaks, so to speak. Um, three of those are devoted to the Elephant Man, right? Because he is a, a big important part of the story. So I would say, you know, 18 total freaks, so to speak, exist. Uh, and probably much more than that, but there's so many of them. Um, and then that's what really caused me to think about writing a book. And it was already in my mind and heart to write a book about the circus and freaks. Um, but I, I, 
I, I was in the middle of writing my other book, um, which is called Helox 2029. And so that was, that was took a lot of time. I wrote Helox 2029. I started that in, I think it was 2018 and finished the final, I think it was the final version edits a few months ago. Um, so I just felt like I really needed to get back in there and start writing again. Um, because I, I really don't want to not write. Uh, it, it's really just a part of, right? So, um, so I, I have begun writing and I'm going to finish this book probably a lot sooner than anticipated if I maintain my momentum. Um, and we'll see what happens. Uh, right now it's just called the menagerie which basically it's a zoo, right? Um, but there's a story to it. I won't give away the details just yet. So, <laughs> um, but um, other than that, I'm writing that right now. Keep blogging, keep blogging, keep podcasting. You know, a, a lot um, is focused on my writing. Um, from a professional standpoint, work is going okay. Um, have projects, have customers still that I work with. Um, hopefully by end of this year, early next year, I hope to go into a little bit more, go into consulting, maybe on a part-time basis. So we'll see where that takes me. Uh, but other than that, I feel I'm on the right track. Career-wise, creative-wise, I, I think I'm, I think I'm okay. I'm getting there, right? <laughs> um, other than that, everything seems to be going okay, right? I can't complain, right? Um, school is probably going to start soon for my daughter, who I think in August sometimes she starts her fourth grade, which is exciting. Right, um, but still focus on that. Right, looking forward to being there and supporting her, and what this year um, is going to look like. Right. Other than that, everybody, everything seems to be going well. Right. Um, I had another song, but I won't play it today. I think I just um, I might finish up our Just Talk with Joe Meyer session early up today um, because primarily I just want to talk a little bit about Independence Day, 4th of July. Again, hopefully everyone's just having a great 4th, being safe out there, you know. And other than that, wishing everyone just a fantastic day and week ahead. And I look forward to speaking to you guys real soon about new current events, new topics, um, on Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Thanks, everybody, and uh, have a great day.